has finally arrived. Super excited about this. Jen Deal, Chris Spicer, Camp Crush in the studio. Thank you so much. Welcome. Glad you guys are here. Absolutely. It's really, really nice to see you. And uh, how are things? You know, it's been a long time. You're out on the road again. You're playing shows. It must yeah. be nice. Things, things are picking up. Uh, it's Music is back in some ways, and uh, that feels good. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we're just, you know, we're, we're kind of getting our, our onstage banter back, though. It's good. It ta- it, it's taken a minute. This will be practice for yeah, us. Yeah, we're practicing for, for right the show now. tomorrow night. So yeah. we're going to try some comedy bits out. Yeah, that's out good. That's good. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then Saturday night at the Holiday Inn out at the airport. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, no music Saturday, <laughs> just pure comedy <laughs> just pure gold. Comedy. <laughs> pure comedy genius. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I, uh, you know, the pandemic being at home was tough, but one of the things I got to say I look forward to was the Camp Crush home shows. They were super, super fun. Those were fun. Uh, that was when everyone was doing the big pivot, which was a fun word that we all used for a while. Um, we <laughs> never want to use again. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, we, uh, we were severely missing music and had to come up with some way to keep it going. And also, you know, this thing that we love about playing music is interacting with people right. and seeing friends and, you know, going to friends' shows as well. And we just lost all of that. So we're like, well, how do we play music and still interact? So we started the slipper sessions and that was a way to, I mean, we called it that cause we were playing in our slippers, but, uh, <laughs> just did some, you know, few songs and chat with people online and it wasn't quite the same, but it felt, it felt like a connection in some way. Yeah, It was fun. It, you know, uh, it was a little weird to finish a song and just a dead silence, you know, no, we, so we learned to cheer for ourselves. Were the great. kids in the background just going, like cheering you on no uh, they're rolling their eyes yes. in the other room just like oh like putting in earplugs they're like i'm trying to trying to watch a show or uh you know the cats also they would just like come in and try to hit the space bar and end the stream but every time every time yeah, every time well you know one of the things that it was a lot of interaction it was fun to watch kind of the the scroll up the side and one of the things i really appreciate is you guys are like okay what's the cover what do you want us to play tonight and it was just fun to hear your take on a lot of different kinds of songs yeah, it, it was really fun to take some time to learn new songs for those sessions. And the stakes were not as high, so I felt like we could try out some different things and um, interact with people in the moment. Uh, sometimes people would call out songs they maybe wanted us to try or you know, maybe the next session we could do. Um, it's not really a level of interaction you can necessarily have live because that's a little sure. bit more of a wild card, but <laughs> it, it was rem- fun to experiment. It reminded them. me of an early days gig we used to do, which they were three hours long at this brewery and the same people would come every Friday night. It was like the thing that they would do in that community. It was like a monthly residency. And yeah. so we went, we, and that's like, we learned how to play covers and they would email us like the week before our for our Friday residency, we get this like long list of cover requests. Oh, it'd be like like ACDC, we're like play a country <laughs> like, tune. We're like, I, okay. we'll try. Yeah, I don't know. try. We'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, that must be the nice thing about being at home is you really can go. Like, there's the stakes, like you said, are super low. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we know we're lucky because we happen to share a home together, so we can jump into uh, our music room and. Um, make sweet, sweet music any time of the day we want. Um, we're talking about instruments here um, and nothing else. And uh, and uh, this is a family show. This is a family show. We're talking about making music. Making and music. yeah, Love it. yeah. Yes, and uh, no, it, we do feel lucky that we can go and uh, play music and practice together. And um, it was great to uh, be able to work on that and kind of develop, like decorate the room and make yeah, it fun, fun for people. Um, fun. Yeah, 
And you guys started doing some recording at home because the, the I understand, you know, you were ready to go into the studio and then all of a sudden the studio wasn't available anymore. So you did some recording at home? Yeah, our when our producer is LA based and so in the past, you know, he had flown up, we would we were at Jackpot, we'd rent it out, we'd do all of our work there together. But, you know, we just he he sort of coached us around like what gear should we get? Where should we do mic placement and um, so we, we, we would FaceTime, yeah. <laughs> you know, from our living room. Is, does this look like a good placement for the mic? I don't know. We learned a lot, but it, it's also, it, it's one of those things that it reminds you, there's some things you're, you can learn and some things you can do, but it also, you want to focus on the music sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. that's not to say that some people are really incredible at recording themselves. And I wish I was a little bit better at that. I wish I had some better knowledge of that. But I do think what we did make, make at home that we recorded ourselves turned out really great. Well, yeah. the first song we're going to play tonight is Fangirl, and that was that's an at-home recording. That was recorded in our living room. Outstanding. Say a little bit about the song, and then we'll, we'll jump in. Yeah. Anything you want to say? Uh, well, I said it was recorded in the living room. It was also recorded in our closet where you did vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think uh, the song itself is kind of a, it's just a, it's a chat about, or it's a song about fame. It's a... I don't know. Yeah. You, you wrote it. You stuck it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you, what, what, am I, what is Chris going to say? Um, the cool thing about this song, I actually think, is um, it's truly a pandemic song in that the music video that we made, we were missing our people so much. So we had everybody record videotape a, a choreography that mm-hmm. we made from afar. And then we pieced it all together and made this really fun music video, which you can check out on the interwebs. But it's a so I just think it's a really fun upbeat dance song and 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 that's why I wrote it. I just wanted to to make people happy, give them a chance to smile, make a point of connection. Yeah, it was at a time when we were all looking for connection and a reason to be happy and to dance again. And uh, I don't know, I think it kind of brings some of that vibe across. All right, well that is awesome. Well, this is Fangirl, is Camp Crush here in the studio. They're playing tomorrow night at the uh, show bar. They're playing with French cassettes, and if you'd like to get a pair of tickets to that. Email hello at prp.fm. This is Camp Crush here in the studio. We got Fangirl here on Portland Radio Project.
All right, that is Camp Crush with their song Fangirl, recorded in their living room and in the closet uh, during the pandemic. They're here in the studio tonight. Jen and Chris, really, really happy that you're here. It's so fun to see you. We love being here. We love Portland Radio Project and, uh, you know, every chance we can get, we'll come on down. That's right. Well, you know, careful what you say. You know. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you tomorrow, exactly. Well, wait, not tomorrow. We're playing the yeah, show tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> French cassettes with show bar tomorrow night. If you'd like to get a pair of tickets, you can email at hello at prp.f. And we'd love to get that out to you. So let's talk a little bit about your music. I know that that fangirl was definitely kind of born out of the pandemic time and creating some fun and joy. But there also just seems, as I listen to your music, a lot of just some themes around, I don't know, tell me if I'm off base here, but love and searching and finding yourself seem to kind of interweave themselves through your songs. Is that is that a fair a fair way to say it? Totally. Absolutely. And it's, it's really fun because, you know, Chris and I met through music um, and we, I was hiring a drummer and... And he walked, you know, and we just became fast friends um, and just started making music together. And we've had many bands together <laughs> over the past decade. And I think in our past bands, you know, we were trying to write about a topic or we were trying to write within a genre. And Camp Crush, when that was born, we were we just were like, we want to write music that's really true to who we are, like music that we like, music that we want to listen to and music that really is about who we are as people. And, um, and so I think it comes through the lyrics for sure. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the themes, you know, Jen is such an incredible songwriter. Um, and I'm always amazed by the lyrics she comes up with. And it's kind of a a songwriting process that we work together on where she'll write lyrics and get a a start to a melody and bring that. And, you know, I'll start to bring rhythm to that and, and we'll kind of, uh, build it out together from there, kind of a, a give and take and a back and forth until, kind of we build out a kind of a final product of a song. But yeah, the, the lyrics and themes are, are just the things that we talk about. We, you know, we'll go on long drives and just chat the entire time and try to figure out, uh, you know, what's going on in our lives, in the world and where we belong and what we can do and who we are. And we're just like always talking about everything that makes us us and what more we can do to, you know, be a, better light to the world and yeah i don't know <laughs> the lyrics ever surprise you like you know because you hear a lot of people talk like you know i'm staring at the blank page and then it just this came out and i'm always curious about that with with musicians with artists like that how surprised we are by what comes out at the bottom of our pen or the keyboard or whatever it is oh yeah absolutely i mean i th- i i sort of think uh, i'm trying to remember who the author was uh but she i read this book and she was talking about creativity and she said every creative idea is like a little spark that's flying by you and you can kind of if you're in the right mindset you can sort of reach out and grab it and if you don't somebody else will grab it that idea will float away and go to someone else and and so i do think sometimes you know i'll just sort of go down and be with my keyboard and and then all of a sudden it will be like there's the spark there's the thing there's the melody or there's sort of the turn of phrase that you know gets the whole thing going and then at the end of that you're you're you know like wow yeah this and creative gift was given to me absolutely we had a big conversation about creativity just this week about how we need to spend uh, less time strategizing and just more time doing and I think it's about if you have a thought or an idea we don't want to just like talk about it too much. Like how can we jump in and and start to make something right away? Even if it's no good, let's just try and see where that leads us and where that next thing leads us and and what we can build out of 
just getting pen to paper or making something on the keyboard or, you know, just getting to it. Right. Well, you, you can't, you can't live in perfection all the time, right? That, no, that is just an impossibility. And so you have to give ourselves chances to make mistakes. And out of that comes something quite remarkable. Absolutely. I actually, the mistakes are the only way that you right. can get there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, you're never going to not have mistakes. That That is the whole path. Our, our amazing friend who's a musician in town, Nate Purcelli always says wrong and strong. You know, just, just commit, you know, just whatever you do, commit to it, you know, in, in terms of music, but I guess life too, maybe sometimes. <laughs> he's not always wrong. I mean, he's not always wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Am I? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think you are. No. Well, there's a, the um, author I really like. His name is Ross Gay and he writes this book about delights. And he said, you know, you have to practice your delight muscle that even when there's chaos and challenge and struggle all around you, there is delight. And you have to find it. It seems similar to what you were just saying. Like you have to be willing and be aware of where those pieces are and then go, that's the thing I got to talk about or write about. Or Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I was just talking about authors. We, you know, reading some uh, stoicism um, and there's a book called The Obstacle is the Way, which is kind of what we were just talking about that, that literally find the obstacle and that's the way you should go. I love it. Because love it. it's not the easy way, but it's, it's the right way. No, no good thing comes without work. You know, my daughter often talks to me about Marcus Aurelius and, and oh, yeah. the notion of stoicism and, and I, it's good. I love it. I think it's, it's quality stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, there's the, uh, Jose Medellis, the stoic drummer. Um, yeah, the, he owns revival drums in town and he, he's an author and he wrote a book called the stoic drummer. Um, it's collections of st his stoic writings and, yeah. and musings about drums and how they relate to the world and stoicism. It. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, we're going to play another song here. We're going to play gymnasiums. And uh, so it's a really great song, you know, so what can you tell us about it? I love this song. Well, I, I actually, just when you were saying, has any song ever really surprised you? This is one of those where um, I was actually in the middle of a writing practice where I just, I wanted to think of a memory and I wanted to write a song that just really put me in the middle of that memory just emotionally and I just saw myself 15 at my high school sitting in my ble in the bleachers of our gym and you know all of those big feelings that you have as a teenager um, in high school the you know it's like amazing and it's lonely and it's hard and it's fun and it's silly it's all of those things and I really feel like this song was one of those that just kind of came out as a package. It came out as a vibe. And I, I think it really sort of speaks to who I who I was in that moment. I love it. I love it. Well, this is Camp Crush. They're here in the studio here at Portland Radio Project. They're playing tomorrow night at Show Bar with French cassettes. You want a pair of tickets, email hello at prp.fm. This is Camp Crush with gymnasiums here on Portland Radio Project.
so good, so good. That's Camp Crush with their song Gymnasiums here on Portland Radio Project. Jen and Chris are here in the studio. They are Camp Crush, and what a beautiful song. Thank you for that. Glad that gift found you at some place, Jen. That's outstanding. <laughs> So we were talking a little bit about the fact that there's, you know, Camp Crush is a uh, very interesting name, and uh, I would love to hear the origin story. Well, we were chatting a bit uh, during that last song about just about where we grew up and uh, talking about how Jen and I, we didn't meet until, you know, our mid-20s, but uh, we found out at that time when we met that we kind of were living parallel lives when we were kids. Um, I grew up in Oregon City. Jen was born in Oregon City. But you were living in Colton, Colton, Oregon, Colton, Oregon, out towards Malala. Mm-hmm. And uh, my family had a produce market that Jen would come to with her family to shop at when she was a kid. That is amazing. I was always like running around throwing oranges and stuff when I was a, a kid <laughs> at the time. Um, but yeah, the, these parallel uh, lives at the time. And then we realized later that um, in talking through all these things, oh, did you go here? Did you do this? Oh, yeah, crazy. That we found out we probably were at the same summer camp. Um, like a sleepaway summer camp. And, you know, at the summer camp, yeah, I was like, well, wait, was there a talent show at your summer camp? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I was. No, I know. And that's when I freaked out and I was like, oh, no. Oh, you, no. You, you saw that? I was like, oh, no. I was like, well, no, I, did. I don't think I performed. I might have performed. But, but, but then I was like, oh, no, you're blonde Jenny. Like you, I remember you. And I was like, I had the biggest camp crush on you. Really? And, uh, and then nothing happened much to my chagrin until many years later, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but when, when, yeah, when the music started, <laughs> when, when after, all the music started, when all the music just started. So when yeah. we were, when we were talking about what our band name should be, we sort of revisited that story and we we're like, Oh, camp crashes. And that was another one of those moments what? where we're like, that has to be taken. Somebody's got that, but. No. No. But no, I don't know. That's amazing. And so when you, I, you talked about being connected and like coming to know each other through music, did you have the same kind of music that you listened to or did you, did there other styles come into this that, or was it like synergy right from the place that sort of new wave pop sound? Well, you know, it's really interesting. I think that Jen and I explored a lot of uh, different genres when we started playing together. And I think we had, maybe five or six different bands that we played with in different iterations of band members and um, genres. You know, we had a jazz band for a while and maybe kind of a more of a straightforward rock band. Um, but, you know, we when we finally got to this, oh, we, we definitely had a folk band too mm-hmm. that we did. Well, everyone's got to have a folk band. Yeah. I mean, you got to have Everyone goes band. through that, that phase. That especially, phase. especially living here. We're <laughs> yes, like, we got to explore our, our Oregon roots. Um, <laughs> but we had this time where we were, when we were, we, we sat down, we're like, we just, We've done all of this. Now, what would it look like if we just did, don't put a label on, but what if we just made the music we, we wanted to make yeah. without really any filters or, or thoughts on it? I mean, I, I don't know. I listened to like pop punk when I was a teenager, but <laughs> luckily I've, I've left most of that behind. But um, <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think we both had really different, we had, we had, we both love music. Music is, is really a part of who we are. And so you liked pop punk. I was really into jazz, but we also sort of met in the middle where I was obsessed with the cure growing up. I was obsessed with like Blondie and all these bands. And you also had sort of that, like that rock, the new wave, like the rock element of that. Definitely. I think that like, 
you think about the music that I, I just always gravitate to. I, I love the talking heads. Um, and, but also later on and around the time when we were kind of starting the band, um, I've just been very heavily influenced by spoon, just kind of like driving drums, yep. um, the national as well, just kind of that sound of like the heavy driving drum mm -hmm. sound that I thought, well, maybe I can bring that. Maybe I don't have to necessarily just, you know, playing in jazz bands and in college and stuff like that. I don't have to just, uh, support the, the sax player. I don't have to support the soloist, but sure. like the drums can actually be maybe one of the main instruments. Well, that's one of the yeah. things I love about your band. I mean, there's definitely, there's the, there's the keys, the synth, and then there's the drums and they're, they stand on equal footing. You know, when a lot of bands to your point, the drums is just the beat in the background and it, it's there to serve that purpose rather than being an upfront part of it. Yeah. And it's really been an amazing partnership where it's just the two of us on stage and, uh, knowing that it is this, uh, kind of play between what Jen is bringing with the keys and what I'm doing with the drums. And that's how we write the songs too. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll really will be a back and forth and, and I try to match what she's doing at the same time that she's watching what I'm doing. And so it, I don't know really how to explain it, but it's, it's like a, a state of flow that we, um, have been able to kind of work together to find. Well, it works beautifully and it's just great stuff. And Thank so we're you. going to play another song and this is, we're, we're digging back into the archives just a little bit here. We're going to play November skin. And, uh, when did this song come about? Cause I knew it's, I know it's an older song. Well, this was, it, we actually just had the anniversary of this song coming out. Uh, I think this week it was four years ago, five, five years ago, five years ago, five years ago, my goodness. Time flies. Anyway, it was many years ago, uh, but the anniversary was this week. And the cool thing about this is that when we first started, we were a, like a five person band. Typically we had guitar, we had bass, we had all of our synths. We were playing drums. And then sometimes we had a trombone player. Um, and, you know, it was such a fun time because all of those people were just really amazing friends and are amazing friends of ours. Yeah. So it's really fun, but it, it's been really cool to also feel the evolution happen to where now we're a duo and we can still make a lot of sound, a lot of noise, still get people dancing. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. But this one features a friend of ours on, on guitar Chandler Struts. He's incredible. He uh, was in a local band called just lions forever. So um, oh, you'll hear band. his, yeah. here's his amazing yeah, no horns in this song, but some of our other earlier stuff. Yeah, that does. You can hear horns, but this this was a song where we really like decided let's do some more synthy stuff, and uh, but I think the guitar sounds incredible in this song too. Well, you are our amazing live. I love seeing you live, and tomorrow night Thank you're you. playing at the Show Bar with French cassettes. Email hello at prp.fm for a chance to get some tickets. This is November Skin by Camp Crush here on Portland Radio Project.
That was Camp Crush with November Skin here on Portland Radio Project, PRP.FM, or on your FM dial at 99.1. Chris and Jen, thank you so much for being here. It's just super nice to see you. Love your music so much. Wish you all the best. That is amazing. It's so good to see you, too. Same, same, same. We love PRP. Thank you. We love the mixtape, too. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Yeah, supporting local music. It's what we're all about. It's awesome. Absolutely. So other than the show tomorrow night, you got any other fun stuff coming up you want to plug before we let you go? Yeah, they're just... uh, Everybody should keep an eye on our Instagram on Monday because a really big announcement is coming out. Yes, I saw that. I was like, maybe we'll get the... Nope, not getting the inside scoop. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting. We're waiting for this show and then we'll we'll drop some some hot knowledge, some hot goss. Some hot goss. Excellent. We'll keep an eye out for that. Playing tomorrow night at Show Bar with French Cassettes. You can uh, email hello at prp.fm. Get a pair of tickets to that show. Again, thanks so much for being here tonight. Really, really appreciate it. Wish you all the best.